Welcome to the Big Six Podcast. Friday, March 1st. Is tomorrow March 1st? I yes. lost track. Is today the 28th? Yeah. Yes. Bro. 28 days in February. That's right. That's right. As we discussed last year. night. Yeah. We are, this is Will Brinson. I'm joined by Jason Lacanfora, Pete Prisco, Jamie Eisenberg. The spirit of Lamar Jackson is with us. Always with me. Um, in my heart, apparently. No kidding. There's a, we saw you cry over it once. Yeah, We've had multiple, right. multiple debates about, um, various things. Friendship. Go measure your love. hands, Prisco. I got how many, hands. How many reps Pete, Pete can, how many reps do you think Pete can bench? Right now? Yeah. Without warming up? 225 pounds. Without warming up. What would you do? What would your warm up, if you were able to warm up, what would I your do warm lightweight. up? I do lightweight first to get it going. And but then, your warm up would be more work, more weights? Yeah, you gotta you warm like up with 135 or something. You okay. ever did that? I don't do weights, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do cardio. Well, I don't do much weights anymore either, though. Yeah. Not good for you. But I'm disappointed in these guys over here. This guy. Well, you're Dal- always consistently disappointed in the youth of America. No, so Dalton Reisner from, from uh, Kansas great. State. He, from Kansas State. He walks up and he's all bowed up and he gets in there and they're like all around cheering him on. And by like 15, he was huffing and puffing. He barely got to 19. I think he had 19 or 20. Come on, dude. You're an offensive lineman. You've been well, training for this. Good you thing. You do 30 something. Good thing he's not trying to set the world record for most times lifting he's, 220. He's, he's screwed. He's a professional weightlifter. Let me ask you this, right. though. Doesn't. If something is going to be judged in front of others and you need to do as many as you can, wouldn't you train yourself to do? Not at the detriment of everything else that I could be spending my time doing. Counterpoint, this pertains more to (laughs) his actual craft, which isn't lifting weights. It's playing football. Right, but you, but they want you to be a guy. Orlando Brown didn't lift any last year. I get it. It's It's not, I'm saying it's not. The end all be all measurement, like and the, it shouldn't be measured anymore. Well, that's, I'll be honest with you. That's the it, reason why you don't train that hard for it. Also, you could tear a pec if you like. Yeah, and it's crazy not like he did. Three. We saw a guy tear a pec here last year. Remember? Was that here Price. Last year? I wasn't here last year. Billy Price. Price. Billy Price. Billy Price. Yeah, I wasn't here last year. You were here. Oh, that's why you had there. a party that week or something. Was, there was a bad at the Brinson compound. There was a friend there. was a friend there. was only available there. was friends there. You had to work around the clown schedule. At least it's not my thighs. There was a lot of friends there. Steve A lot of friends there. invited all his friends over, all 6,000 of them. Are you going to get into the definition of friend? No. It seems like We should put a poll up, I think, though. Yeah, put a poll up. six, like a... What qualifies as a friend? Okay. That's good. Yeah, what, Do you have to know their what, kids' names? Like, w- would you at least have had to have five phone conversations with them in the history of your life? Do you know where they live? Five? I don't I feel like five phone conversations? I don't think Three? I've had, maybe I'm saying. Maybe I'm setting the bar too high. I don't what, know. Have we had five phone conversations? Yeah. Do you count podcasts? Well, you've, yeah. I mean, if you've okay. called my house way more than five times. Yeah. You've your number. become acquaintances if, with his dog. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know my if dog's I, name. If I, type, if I type four into my like, Skype it probably thing, brings me up it's the first I'm the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my mom has a four number, too. So, yeah, uh, but definition of a friend. Okay, so phone con- so podcast counts as phone conversations. I would agree. I didn't want to make that claim because then... Well, you just gave him his out for the but person But usually, before we start taping, there's five to 15 minutes of us Chatter, typing. Yeah, 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 like yeah. about stuff that could yeah. never hear the po- like that. Right, that's We true. would not want to accidentally Pete. release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's It's fair. not that's like it's just strictly, it's like you call and it's like, no, yeah. like these radio guys who call me and it's like, you know what I mean? Okay, let's just, yeah. yeah it's just, like, hey, like, hey, what's up? Let's yeah. get the 12 yeah, minutes yeah, over yeah, with. Yeah, but, yeah. Not but in his world, those are his But they, they come buddy. They were at the clown party. All 6,000 of them. All right, anyway, we don't need to talk about my friends. How'd your dad get, how many bushels of oysters did your dad have to have for the 6,000 friends? 
6,000. Uh, at, at the Brinson Compound. compound. We, we, we never run out of oysters. We, do, we run out of oysters every year, twice a year. Well, um, you have, buy more uh, oysters. Wait, you have oyster parties twice and, a year? Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, everybody comes over for Thanksgiving and has the oysters. Yes, we, my parents actually. We, we do actually, not. I, ironically, my parents probably invite people that I'm like, oh, they're your friends. Huh. We don't. Uh, we don't just cook bird in the Brinson compound. We have um, oysters. So the big news today, <laughs> Bryce Kyle Harper. Oh, nobody cares about baseball. We're talking about football. <laughs> uh, what 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 stood out to you as the big news on Thursday? Kyler Murray's height. Kyler Murray's height. Yeah, more Kyler Murray talk. Do you think that Kyler Murray's no justified as a first round top end quarterback because of his height? No. I mean, he's probably going in the first round. Would not. you take, where would you take Kyler Murray? Me? Of course he is. He's going in the first round. No, of course he is. He's a top 10 pick. He's going in the top five. He's going to top five. I don't think so. Top yeah. 10 probably. Somebody will trade up. Top five. Yes. Somebody will trade up and take him in the top five. Yeah. I was what if he throws like crap at his pro day? Is he going ahead of Haskins? Well, what, I mean, what, yeah. what, what in the film uh, makes you think he's going to throw I just crap. watched a bunch of throws that weren't that good. I, mean, I show Brinson some. Well, I would say we watched together. Right. Sure. I was also analyzing the film. And what do you an think? NFL analyst. Hey, he missed some throws. <laughs> he missed a lot. He was he had wide open throws cooked up by Lincoln Murray. Lincoln yeah, Riley. And I, and Lincoln I watch Murray. professional football, guys making twenty five million Murray, dollars a yeah. year who miss throws. But it, it just like the look, I like him. I like his He's game. He's making twenty five million a year. I like his game. But there are flaws in his game that you just obviously. There are flaws are in everybody's game. Right, but he's got a lot more flaws that show he's up. He's also got a ton of upside that you seem to be negating. Well, I can run around. We saw. He th- is, the, at worst, the second best quarterback in a two quarterback draft. I don't, I don't he's going necessarily in agree with that. Five. It, it does concern me, Pete, that your criticisms of um, Kyler Murray are similar to your criticisms of Russell Wilson until you. Cried like a baby. Well, until he started, apologize. Until he started playing quarterback like the position is supposed to be played, like it's supposed to be played. The criticism there valid. we go. Look, the way he, that he wants to see win, it played. Did they back to aesthetics? They ran. They won because they run ran the ball and played great defense. They didn't win because of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson now they have to win. Seven hundred yard. Now they have to. Now they have to win because of Russell Wilson. Cam went to the Super Bowl, won an MVP as a runner, dude. As for like a three years, is Cam he's turned a team that. Cam's also six foot five. And you thought they were going four and twelve, right? So I give, I right, I said he's been he's become a. Legit. And the year before that, they're not even hanging around the periphery of the playoffs. Why haven't they paid if he's him not yet? an MVP, but there are a lot of quarterbacks that take Why haven't they paid you know what I would have done, right? the stars that they become? Right. Why haven't they paid their star quarterback yet? That's Ooh. gonna the Seahawks. You well, think they that's smart? Already, they've already paid him. You, no, say it like, you say it like it's a good thing. It's they should have did it before Aaron Rodgers. It's dumb. But why haven't they paid him? You have to ask them. I I don't understand. If that's a franchise quarterback, and I think he is. And I would have paid him. Why haven't they paid him? Is there doubts about him? No. You should ask them. He's cleared up any and all doubts. Huh? He's cleared up all doubts at this point. He's, he's clean. You apologized to him in the Super Bowl. He's cleared you all my doubts about him. I have butt. no doubt. I would pay him. But why haven't they? Don't know. It's not a, it's not a mystery? I think that, I don't think that they can. Hey, I've been talking about this way before anybody else. So right. you're, I would you're, pay you're him. I would make him one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league and keep him around. Why haven't they? Maybe they're going to draft Kyler Murray and trade Russell Wilson. That maybe, would be really maybe, stupid. Maybe they think they could get three number ones for Russell Wilson. I don't know. Three number ones? Why not? I'm not giving up three number ones why for would he, he would, anybody why, except Patrick Mahomes. Russell would definitely fetch three number ones. Why would he not fetch three number ones? If, if Khalil Mack gets two, Russell's yeah. getting three. Mark if you Cooper called the Dolphins one. right now and you said, hey, Miami, John Schneider, what will you give me for Russell Wilson? They'd be like, uh, veteran? four yeah. number ones or five, six? 
Are you crazy? I'm not giving up three number ones for anybody except maybe Patrick Mahomes because he's young. Would you, how many would you give you, up? Russell's what? 30? Yeah. He's going to play till he's 40? We're in a league where there were how many guys, how many quarterbacks over the age no. of 35 in the MVP race? You wouldn't give up three ones for luck? No. I'd Baker? give up three ones for Russell. You've got to remember. I'd give up three, ones, gotta remember, three ones in my pinky. You've got to remember, three ones are cheap, too. That's cheap. You're not gonna pay, you're gonna have to pay that quarterback. The money is cheap. The money's cheap. Sure. If you hit on them. Otherwise they're expensive <laughs> mistakes. Right one. Huh? If you get the right one. Or two. This is a proven entity. Correct. Dude's never it. missed a snap. Then you don't I'm, have a, plays so on a you don't have a first spring. round pick for the next two years. You got Russell Wilson. Yeah. Who cares? Go three find ones? some receivers in I'm the not second gi- round. I'm not the Dolphins have been looking now. for a quarterback since your boy Marino the retired. The Washington Redskins, the entirety of Dan Snyder's existence as their owner? I mean, I'm they, not giving up the Redskins them. should call. When have the Cincinnati the Bengals, Bengals had a so Do you don't think there's any scenarios where these, these offers have been made? Because why only see trades like this ever happen? Because you just assume that you never trade Russell Wilson. By the Wilson. way, I, in the middle of this, I have to go do a radio hit, but I would not trade three ones for anybody. Are you want Pete Brisker leaving to go do a radio hit with his friends? Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney, our friends. Um, where do you put Kyle, do you put Kyler Murray ahead or behind Haskins right now? Do you have an opinion on him yet? I I don't. Um, I mean, part of me, I, I, the size is not a huge thing for me. I'm biased, I guess. I I, I think he, I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. Kyler, yes, I would agree. I would you take him, would you take him first overall? No. If I needed a quarterback, like if I was Arizona, would I? Or you're saying hypothetically? In a hypothetical, would I? your team. Let's say you're you're Chris Greer of the Dolphins, and you have the number one pick. Absolutely. If I don't have a quarterback, then absolutely I would take him. Okay, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm like not if you're the Cardinals. I'm saying if you're. I think if the Cardinals can get a first round pick for Rosen, then I would take Murray first. I don't see that happening. I would agree. That's a problem. So the, like that scenario I did in my mock draft, where if the Cardinals get fifth, they send Rosen to the Redskins for fifteen, and then would you, would you do that if you yes. were, you if would they're take, sold on Kyler Murray and they're not sold on Rosen, then yes. Do you think the Cardinals? Why are, would if I'm the Redskins though? Why am I why am I trading pick fifteen for Rosen? Because you don't have if a the Redskins feel they can't get to the top five to get the guy they want. Because otherwise you're taking Daniel Jones and starting him with Alex. No, Smith I'm, I'm taking. I'll sign Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. But yeah, you're right. I'm just I'm saying in the hypothetical, like right. like you trade Josh Rosen to the Dolphins. They, but does Teddy Bridgewater solve their long term answer? Maybe. I mean I'll take I, I would if you're asking me my options are sign Teddy Bridgewater for three years, thirty million, or pick up the remainder of Josh Rosen's rookie salary after another team may have already damaged him, I I'll go with Teddy Bridgewater. That's fair. What do you what do you hear about the Cardinals and um, I just, I just hear they want out of one. I think, I think this is, a, this is, um, they will fan the flames of Kyler Murray as much as possible to create as robust of a trade market, hoping somebody gives us the farm to come up and take this kid in our spot. Ideally, they trade with the Raiders, right? Flip with the Raiders, let the Raiders come take Murray at one, trade down. And, I mean, and I think Miami, Washington, I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't know think Miami's giving up their future. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that Miami to one would, come is up, tough. would come up that high either. Yeah. Um, 
I, mean, I don't know. If I was, the Giants or the Jaguars? The Giants don't trade in the first round. Dave Gettleman doesn't move in the first round. Well, he may. I, he said no guts, no glory. I mean, what do you think that was a reference to? He doesn't trade. He doesn't move in the first round. He stands where he is and he takes his pick. Well, I don't know if he goes to one, but he goes to three. He may not have to go one. He may be able to get Haskins at three. Who, if wh- somebody's taking Kyler at one, who, who else is trying to move around in this top half of the draft? Everybody? Yeah, it's too hard. It's too soon to say. I mean, I, I just know there are definitely certain teams that know they're not a player away. Uh, specifically, the Cardinals and the Jets are motivated sellers. And so they're trying to get down. The Jets are? You think the Jets won out of three? I mean, yeah. I mean, the Jets are hoping somebody does what they did a year ago. For you know, they had to be in a, per- a particular spot to say, "Okay, well, we're getting Baker or, or Sam." Yeah, three could be that, that same kind of a or, spot or Rosen because they didn't know what the Giants were going to do. No, I, I don't think anybody thought the Giants were taking a quarterback last year. I I, I don't think Jets Gettleman. They look, were. that's the thing about Gentleman. He he is transparent about what he's going to do. Like he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't lie. He sat there and told everybody all. Preseason or all offseason leading up to the draft that Saquon Barkley is a special prospect and he loved it. And then he took Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, I think the decision for him was Saquon Barkley or maybe the guard. Yeah. And, and that was my take on it the whole time. And, and that's probably was the final decision that they made. Um, look, well, per your theory, sometimes you have to draft. What did he say? You've got to draft a guy even though you have somebody there. And then he said, no guts, no glory. Do you think the Giants take a quarterback? I think the Giants take a yes. quarterback. You think they will? Yes. You think they will? Yeah, yeah, and I think they may trade the three to to make sure they get one of those two. Wow. Haskins or Murray? Or do you think I think they don't they're Haskins. I mean, I think they're team Haskins. So this Murray stuff is great for the Giants then. If yeah. that's the guy they want. Yeah, it's so. great for the Cardinals, it's great for the Giants, it's great for the Jets. Like they're all of I guarantee you, people with the Jets and the Cardinals, when that five, ten, and an eighth or whatever came across, were high five. Even though they don't want Kyler, well, I, look, I think the Cardinals would want him, but I think that's a that's a tough sell. Like it's just you too- just traded up to take a kid at ten. Yeah. You put him with a coach who you hired, whether he was ready to do it or not. You put him with that coordinator. You fired that coordinator six weeks in. You fired that coach seventeen weeks in. Uh, you went three and thirteen. Your best player demanded a trade twice. Like, and now that's all on Rosen. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. You know. Like, yeah, I think you have to ride out Rosen if you're Steve Kahn. I, I mean, I, I mean, look, it's it's. I think it's still too soon to write him off, too. I agree. No, no, I. I, I the, and if he's damaged, they damaged him. So fix him. You hired this quarterback guru. But, but the same thing, though. I mean, Goff was he damaged? Yeah, and he was fixed. Right. Trubisky was he damaged? I, I you're. I don't. I don't. I don't know that Trubisky's fixed. Okay, but so. <laughs> but like he was much better. He's on, last he's on the road. Year. Yeah, he's on the road to being fixed. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. had a better season, so I think I think you easily see Rosen having the same type of impact. Yeah, no, it it remains to be seen. Obviously, I just uh, what do you think the Broncos are going to do? I think selling low on Rosen now would just would be really piss no. But if there was making. a team that was enamored with him, that was picking twelve, fifteen, whatever, and really wants to get him, it's not a bad move to make if you have the right scenario in place. The uh, other big news of the day, Thursday, Jason Witten detired. <laughs> what the hell? Where did that come from? You know, like sometimes it came these, from his heart, man. Yeah, 
He pulled a rabbit out of his head. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes these things, news will break and like you get this like surprisingly surprising palpable buzz going on. That was the case with the Witten thing. Like everybody's like, what, 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 what? But and it's then, to me. But it's like, I why, don't know. why, why are he's the Cowboys going to catch doing this? like thirty-seven balls? You know what I mean? Like he's going to average his over/under according to you know I don't know ten eight point nine yards per catch. You his over/under is like, fifty-seven and a half catches. I don't see it. That's too many. I don't see it. That's too many. It's too high. You think he's catching four balls a game? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Sixty if catches. He is, they're in trouble. Sixty catches is his age after a year off. And sixty catches for how many yards? Do you think this is more about him? And I don't want to go too deep on the broadcasting. If side he of had it, not been, if he was the exact same guy, and last year he started a, a landscaping company and decided halfway <laughs> through the season he didn't want to do it anymore, and then to, then during the combine announces I'm going back to the Cowboys. I don't think people are stopping what they're doing to talk about it on shows like that. Like no. we did all day he, long. He's gonna. Get, he's it's gonna because be a, he was went from the booth and there was so much attention given to what he did at the. You know what I mean? And yeah. how that went. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. The future of Monday Night Football. When Antonio Gates came back, I don't remember like leading sports shows. Nope. That's right when he unretired, like no, I don't, Gates never retired though. Huh? Gates never retired. Right, well, but he was like, but he was like out. He was like pretty much out of the league, like. People had a chance to sign but up for like Hunter seven Henry months ACL, and nobody did. But once Hunter Henry tore his ACL, it was pretty obvious that that was Yeah, but like, right, it wasn't it a wasn't huge like deal. A like it is with, yeah. It's also happening in an NFL event. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. And, and like, it's and the, the dude who was in the media at this, what has now become a huge media event, the Combine, that gets better ratings than NBA playoff games. Yeah. Like, so I think it's just a confluence of all that. Sure. But like, when we get to like week eight, if we're talking about witness being like, the X factor, whether they win or about lose, Jason these games. Witten being an X factor for right. five what, years. Exactly, that's my point. You know, he's never but led the league in like anything. He's he's an exceptional blocker at the position. Maybe he led catches. Like one year. I was, I wanted to say this when positive Pete Prisco was here, like because he just threw out like when all this went down, like you know, Hall of Famer, and now we know he's not going in in five years. I'm like, is he? Is, is he'll he be a first an automatic ballot. first ballot Hall of no, Famer? But he is for a Hall me, he's not. An automatic first he, ballot. He, he's going to get the longevity vote. Right, he, he's not he accumulated. Get, yeah. He amassed. He's also got the good guy. No, he's got all all that stuff going for him. There'll be a lot of sympathetic voters. Do you think I that get his it. turn like, in the booth hurt his Hall of Fame? No. 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 I just, to me, like, I figured he's a guy who gets in. But in this era of prolific passing, like, Tony Gonzalez, yeah, start the clock that second he retires because you know where he's going to be in five years. I don't. That I, th- having think, watched this guy's whole career, I don't think of him that way. Who well. is more of a Hall of Famer, Jason Whitner or Antonio Gates? Gates. I think Gates. I think I think a lot of people would say Witten. I agree with you, Gates. I think I mean I think a lot Witten. I think but this is Bomani Jones's thing. Like he, our friend Bomani Jones. Um, I cannot I I cannot consider him a friend. I like him. I think highly of him. We tweet at each other every now and again. But not friends. I'm not a friend. Okay. Um, he would not consider me his friend. Right. Uh, Anyway, the <laughs> we should do a whole podcast about friend he, or not friend. Yeah, we were having friend debates. It's a whole long story. Uh, we call the compiler. He calls him the compi- uh, Witten, a compiler. Sure, and he's right on. Like Witten. Well, you have you have a couple of those guys that are going to be probably in the Hall of Fame. You have Frank Gore. Sure, is going to end up in the Hall of Fame. Curtis Martin, I would say, falls in that category of a guy who just played a long time. Yeah, ends up in the Hall of Fame. And Martin got in faster than I thought he would too. Yep. 
Uh, but no, Jason, uh, you know. To me, I value a peak more than I do length of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like to I, me, he's a Lee Smith. Like, Lee Smith had to wait a little while. Like, but I'm saying this cat probably won't because enough, I've been, enough people in Lee the media. Smith for base, baseball, baseball. Baseball. Okay, okay. The reliever. No, I was just making sure you were talking about Lee Smith. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's I was more, like, is there a Lee, I think he's Lee more of a longevity NFL, guy. Yeah. Who has to wait a little while to get in. But the sense I get from being at this media event around media and just hearing people just so quickly throw out Hall of Famer and start well, the I, clock I think, and you all know, that. Jason I, Wynn's an, an interesting one because you have to factor in his ability to block sure. at, at a position that yeah. does accrue stats. And so as a blocker for that position, he has been among the best of his era. Right. Among the best. But like if I think most impactful tight ends – during the length and breadth of Jason Witten's career, he's probably not. He might be the fourth or fifth name I get to, but like he's not. Who's ahead of him? Tony Gonzalez, Gronk. I'm putting Gates ahead of him. Yep. That's just off the top of my head. Of his era? Yeah. Yeah, sure. And by the time you know Kelsey's done, he'll be ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah. Pretend, well, if he stays healthy. Sure. I mean, you can say Zach Ertz is going to be ahead of him if he stays healthy. Too. But like, I think he's going to be. I, I get the sense it's going to be. Wham bam, thank you, man. Yeah, like Erlacher, that was another one. Like I. Right. I I, that one shocked right. me. Yep. Really? He's a first ballot that was, that Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yep. Like, that used to mean a little something more to me. Like, I'm an old still. man. Well, like, I think it's crazy, but also fascinating that there are lots of people who don't think Calvin Johnson is a Hall of Famer. That's ridiculous. Well, Calvin Johnson falls into the Tony Baselli, Terrell Davis, you know, I mean, going No, but he's Kurt guy. Warner. He's, he's TD. He's... Yeah. When he played, he was among the best he, in the position. Yep. I mean, it, yeah, week in, week out. Sure. Yeah. See, that to me, if you are able to be the best at your position or the best in the NFL, like if you're, if and, you're and on largely crappy teams with nothing else around him on right. offense. Right. Like he carried teams. Like I, I don't know that at any point anybody was like, Jason Witten's the best tight end in football. Like Jason, there's a, no. And, and obviously, you know, fan, fantasy football wise, um, you know, when you look at it, like I, I'm going to do the story on tight ends. That's the bench press behind us. I'm going to do the story on tight ends for uh, uh, previewing the position in, in, in the fall. Um, you had essentially guys that he's transcended, but Gates and Gonzalez were kind of the guys that set the position to a different level, but they were by themselves. Then the next two guys were Gronk and Graham. Like I'll just and, say it, and then and then it was you know who's the guys it, we have now, which are, if Witten played for the Cincinnati Bengals his entire career, we're not even having this conversation right now. Like if everything was exactly the same, even including Monday Night Football, I don't think we're having this conversation. You think he's just not a Hall of Famer? No, I think he's a Hall of Famer, but we're not sitting here debating during it. the combine talking about him for fifteen. In, in minutes. other words, if he if the Bengals tweeted out Jason Witten's coming back, he'd be like, and he had the exact same career and was in the booth and was as good or bad or whatever your perception of what he did in the booth, like. <laughs> Oh, I it's think totally we mentioned it's, it at it's, the it's end of this Cowboys thing, but I don't think it's a discussion. It's Cowboys and the Monday Night Football. Yeah. Well, sure. cow- and the Cowboys yeah. play, even when the Cowboys suck, they're on national television sure. four times a year, and it's the brand, and it's Jerry Jones, and it's all the storylines, and it's larger than life. Like, that stuff still carries weight. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. If this Playing is, if in this that is, stadium. And if this is two years from now, and Greg Olson decides he's coming back after he steps away. And he does the exact same job. And does the exact same job. And has a very similar career we're not even talking about. That's That's a great point. It's not – is Greg Olson a better tight end than Jason Witten? Uh, he probably had better seasons, not better career. I don't think he's was as, as he, complete. He, he had a three-year stretch of at least a thousand yards. Yeah, but I don't think he's going and grinding in the run game the way no. that Witten does. No, no. and Greg Olson's not going to be a Hall of Famer. No. Yeah. No. 
Well, here, here. Do we have time? Yeah, Pete. Come here for a minute. Here, come sit down. You got two minutes. So, when we were on, when the Witten stuff broke, we were on before. Like you just were pretty quick. Like, you know, well, you know, now obviously it's another five years for Hall of Fame. Do you think he's a sure five? Like, is he a scream first ballot Hall of Famer to you? Well, I don't know. If, we got a problem with the first ballot. Everybody's got to be a first ballot. Why do you got to be a first? I'm ballot? with you. Uh, is Troy Polamalu first ballot? He shouldn't be. He should not. I be. think he's more of a first ballot conversation than Witten. No Whitten way. Is be. No way. Why do you say that? Witten's a better was a better player at his position than Paul Mall. I don't know. Is. You think Witten impacted a, like? Go ask Coach Cower about how Troy impacted football games. I, I get whether it. it showed up in the well, stat he, sheet. He or also not. he also coached them. Yeah. He also coached them. No, I, I, I know. I'm sure if you ask most people who played against Paul Mall, though, I, I don't yeah. think Paul Mall. In, in talking to a Paul Mall was the I'll best be safety with you. in football. No, sure. no, he was. Reed. He wasn't better than Ed Reed. Okay, that's fine. And and no, by the no, way, and no, and no given year, he was better than Ed Reed. Not to be. Different no. players, though. They were different yeah. players. Yeah. He was at times. He was a liability in pass coverage. Paul Mall. Oh, that's right. You put him on the all overrated. I team. did. I thought he was overrated. That's why bit. he retired. He gave up football because Pete put him on. All yeah. Well, that's maybe he did. You, you know look. why Pete hates him forever? Because Tebow threw that pass over his head and gave <laughs> Ryan Clark that play, and then you like you're. I think it's more your hatred of Tebow. I don't hate crystallized Tebow. in the, yeah you do crystallized in that it's play. Tim Tebow your friend. You're, you now no. you now project that onto Troy Palomala in his entire career. In fact, badge of honor is I'm probably one of the few people that Tim Tebow has actually blocked on Twitter. He blocked me, and I, I look if I were him, I would have blocked me too. <laughs> There's no but, doubt. But I get the sense that Witten's going first ballot. Because of the Cowboys, because it also of Monday probably depends on the timing. It probably depends on the timing too, and like who we're talking about. Like who, so who's gonna? Let's say who retires. I think Witten will get in before season. Gates into Me the Hall too. of Fame. And I don't think he should. No, Gates gets in before. Whitten. I don't know. He's got more. He's got the all-time touchdown well, Gates, right. Gates I, hear you, I think Gates I think is going to be done now. Be right. I think Witten or they get Gates will have a year. Or whatever. Whatever. The first time, like first time, is Shadur Locker have been a first? No, that's the name I brought up. But Jason Taylor have been a first time. No, but of course not. Proving my point, I think this guy fits that mold. Who's going to be the potential retirement candidates next season? Retirement. No, retirement. Uh, who's going to retire? Who's going to yeah. unretire? No, who's going to retire after the 2019 season? Potential candidates. That'll be first ballot Hall of Larry Famers. Larry Fitzgerald. With, okay, so he's ahead of him. That's one for sure. But he's not a tight end, obviously. Huh? No, but they only put five in, so right, you can't go right. by position. There's one. Whitworth. Is he a, is he a Hall of Famer? No. no. Okay. Um, Suggs? No. He's not a first ballot. I mean, he might be an eventual. No. You put Whitten in over Frank Gore? I would. They're going to really? do, they're not going to put Witten and Gates in at the same time. They're, they're they won't push. have to. What? It's very likely Gates is done playing. You think so? I think he's done. Okay. They had to get him in shape to barely get back last year. He was, he, Rivers was like, he doesn't want to quit. At the training camp, I said, I said, is he coming back? He goes, potentially I saw him last week. He's got a game in so many other positions that, you know what I mean? We no, can't but just in terms of, it's your first ballot now. guy. I mean, that's the what you have to compare it to. That year, well, I mean, they still got to get... Because if Larry Fitzgerald retires after 2019, which is his expectation, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. Palomalo pa- is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's just not. Right. But he will be. I don't um, know if he will be. Hey, we got to take a quick break. How many break. years does he have to go? He's in. He's up next year. We have to take a quick yeah. commercial break. But we'll be back with more on the Pick 6 Podcast. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. 
Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, now, before the break, we were talking about Jason Witten, who's a Hall of Famer, with Jason LaConfora, Pete Prisco, and Jamie Eisenberg. Now, through the magic of human movement... Amongst friends. Amongst friends. Good friends. Uh, joined by John Breach, JLC still here, and Ryan Wilson. What's up, Breacher? Well, I feel like I'm here to replace Prisco. We're the same height, even trade out, the way you know, I see it. I think you should start your own podcast and call it The Breacher Report. I'm in. Ooh. And then I can license stuff, and you know, this would be great. I'm in. Okay, cool. It won't compete with the Pick 6 podcast. Ryan, you should start your own podcast. What should it be called? And then... After you build it up for a year, I'll take it over. Yeah. And then you'll be kicked out. How's that sound? <laughs> Brings back memories. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you, you have your own podcast. Yeah. yeah but be it's more opinionated. Yes. Yeah. But like if you're into Baltimore. There you go. Um, if you like Maybe Trump, I'll get Lamar Jackson on it sometime. Have you ever had Ray Lewis on it? Uh, yes. You have? Multiple times. Really? really? Yeah. It was Baltimore podcast. I are, you, so. are, are you and Ray Lewis friends? No. But he's been on your podcast multiple times. He, but you would call him a friend. If, if <laughs> I was, if, if you were the host of the Be More PA podcast, then you would consider Ray Lewis a friend. But probably, I, and again, I'm with Prisco on this one, the rare time, by our, I think I share a collective friend definition now yeah. with Prisco. That would not meet our standard. Wouldn't See, even come Breach close. had a good point. I think, like, uh, yeah, you explain I'll, it? I'll bring it up. So here it is. Here is my gauge for whether or not you are someone's friend. If you are in a complete different city that neither of you live in so say you're visiting like a austin, neutral third party a neutral city. third party city say i'm in austin texas i see on twitter that jason lock is also in austin texas if i shoot him a text a and say standard. hey let's meet up for a right. beer and he says yes we're friends you don't meet up yeah. with random people strangers in a random city to have beer unless you feel comfortable with that, that person that's funny daddy and me coming out but i i think that may this doesn't still count. We're be at the combine. This doesn't a count. little loose though it's loose. Oh, it's loose. It's loose. I still think because like there could be an acquaintance and you see somebody on Twitter who you follow each other, but maybe they're like cooler than you or they have a bunch more followers, but you see that they're stuck at the same airport as you and you say, Hey, I'm at the country Joe's bar in concourse A yeah. and they meet you. Right. That checks all your boxes, but that, that doesn't pass by your friends. I think, no, I'm not, I'm not willing to go there. I think the definite, like, if you're talking about, like, and we were talking about, like, like, good, your good close circle of friends, I think that the definition is also similar. If you're in their city, you're visiting to a different city, like they live in a different city, and you, like, whether or not you call or text them is, is defined that to me. Okay. How about this JLC? You get thrown overboard on a cruise. If a person is willing to jump in and save you, they're your friend. That could just be a good Samaritan. Yeah, that could be someone who's... Well, that person's my friend That could friend be the now. Coast Guard. Nah, they they not, don't even know my, my name. Life. They're not, they don't even know who I am. How can they be my friend just because they saved my life? <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like if I saw a drowning dog and saved it... And yeah, that dog's going to follow you around. That dog's your best friend. Like, I don't even know that dog's name. You know what I mean? Like, I, I couldn't even tell the That dog is your dog now, so you can name it whatever is. you want. I feel like Brenton probably has more real-life friends than Facebook friends, which I don't think anyone else on the on planet Earth would say. I have a, really? I, I have a, in, his mi- in his mind, in his mind, by his definition, yeah. one of my really good friends. Here we go. 
Carr. He's in my wedding. I mean, that's a friend. What's his name? Carr. Carr? Carr. C A R R. Car, okay. James Carlton McLean Jr. Is too good. He is too good to be true. He has Jackson, like uh, McKenzie. He's all these. I mean, when I, you go to prep school, you got a dude named McKenzie. I, I know a dude named Wills. There you go. Look at that. Can you imagine? Multiple with an S. I as a Will, now, I find you it, ever just want to punch him in the face. I, oh just, yeah, I find it highly offensive. Okay, yeah, highly offensive. As a Will, I am. If my parents called me Wills, I would I would like refuse to go by. It. I also have a I good. I also have a good friend me. who named his son Wills. So I hope, hopefully, Jordan is not listening to this podcast. Um, Wills. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, uh, football news. Kyler Murray, we talked about him before. Yeah. Do you think it matters that he's not throwing or running, Ryan? No. We've been talking about this all day. Yeah, but not on this podcast. No, you're right, but I'm just saying. This and this is, podcast is all Will cares about. This is my Will's, podcast. <laughs> Will's <know> podcast. <laughs> until the You've preacher the report takes it. over. Until, the, until, until Ryan takes it over, and then I take it over. That's back right. Then he kills me. It doesn't you matter. Just aggregate all of his content <laughs> under Breach Report with the SEO titles. Write down what he says and then say it yourself in your own voice and then steal the. Did you see? Did you see what happened with that Charles Tillman thing? This is crazy. It's so perfectly 2019 media. Somebody, some dude from Breach Bleacher Report, not Breacher Report, read a read the Chicago Tribune article about. About uh, Peanut Tillman becoming an FBI agent like a long time ago, a year right? Ago. But he read it. He read it this past week. Wait, so the article's from February 2018. February 23rd, 2018. Right. He read it this past week. Wrote about it, and then it started and then getting Everybody else aggregated it and was like citing what a Bleacher neat story. Report. Yeah. But it's like he graduated a year ago. That it, it blows my mind. And I don't want to like dog the kid because like that could have happened to anybody. Like you just missed the date. Yeah, we're not going to name his name. Well, not that mean. I don't even know what his name is. I, like, I didn't recognize it. But like, I, like, it, was he, it was probably one of Brinson's friends. Yeah, Will somebody. If you track the name, it pro- you probably have the Brinson burner account. I feel bad. I hope he's not my friend. Um, so the story that was a year old went viral because yeah. came a new scoop. Right, yeah. right. It's just, it's just, it's very 2019. And then my favorite part of the story is that Brinson shamed Bleacher Report into deleting their tweet. They deleted it? Yeah, it's deleted. Nice. He came at him. I quoted and said that story's from 2018. Jackwads. And, and, and then about three hours later, call, the, 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 jackwads? <laughs> the tweet was deleted. I was just, I mean, it's just frustrating to me that, like, that's something that can happen in 2019 because, and, like, there was that whole story about the grades in North Carolina. Did you hear about that? Huh? The, how the, they're changing the school grades in North Carolina. Oh, they're making 85 and above an A? Right, but it's, but it's not for grades. It's for the grading of the school in particular. It's not for students. It's for the oh, overall grade. I'm going to solve something else. But somebody, some state is thinking of changing their actual grades. No, no, no. 85 becomes no. A. That's what some website reported that North Carolina was doing. They didn't read. It was a one-page bill that went before. Are you telling me JLC fell for fake news? Is that what happened? I yeah. Apparently did. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. No, he fell for a real news site writing fake, fake news. Fake, right. Yeah, a real news site writing fake news. But, like, that's the definition of fake news. And it's – but, like, the thing about the Bleacher Report bothers me because that's why people distrust the media. Because people make these mistakes and there's no accountability because we just churn on. Like just to be clear, aren't you the person who tweeted about Chris Long giving the finger or whatever in the stands that he didn't do that? I, in fact, he tweeted back at me and said, "I did not do that." I said, "My, I'm sorry, Chris Long." So you, I apologize. You're, and you then are, I followed up and apologized. All right. So just, just to be clear, he's part of the problem. I forgot that we had that exchange. <laughs> when did that take place? <laughs> Two years, three years ago. I was say, we follow each that? other on Twitter. We might be. Are we, I don't. So are we, would you up? consider him a friend? I would not consider him. us friends. So tell JLC the story. Because this is when he's with the Eagles. Yeah, against I think so. the Panthers. No, 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 no. He wasn't. It was before the. It was in. Is in Carolina. The game to Patriots. Place. I think. Patriots. Panthers. Okay. And it looked like he flicked off fans leaving the stadium. Gotcha. 
he was really doing something else. I would have Chris Long. I would try and have Chris Long on the podcast, except he does like lots of other podcasts. So I don't want to be the guy. Who, like I would like to talk to Chris Long about like, music. You think you'd be the guy like to pile on? No, no. It'd be like you, you, know, you don't want to do another podcast. What the hell? You can't, you can't hurt to ask. That's true. I would like to talk to him about music because he's a huge uh, MMG, My Morning Jacket fan. Okay, oh, and uh, like Waylon Jennings and all that kind of stuff. So but you still be, told a lie on him, and I apologize. Well, I guess he misinter- you misinterpreted the image. Right, I, I made a mistake. You don't remember what he was actually doing? I, I mean, mean, like everybody's going to make mistakes in journalism. I get it. John's never made one mistake. I'm not going to sit here and say Wilson's right, but you know, <laughs> that's all. What's no, the, what's the worst journal mistake you've ever made, Jason? That you can describe on here? The worst blow up I ever had. I still don't really think I made a mistake, but it like had this been at a time when you weren't like writing stories on. Tandy Radio Shack things, like it probably would have been a big deal. Do you want? I guess you want me to tell the story. Oh, if you, I, I didn't, if you yeah, want. no, I will. Okay. Um, so, like, I'm covering. I'm, so, an, I'm an truth, intern. Truth be told, I've sort of run out of combine storylines. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of sick of talking about football too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was an intern at the Baltimore Sun, and it's uh, the year of Cal Ripken's going to break the streak. And the owner didn't like Cal, and Cal didn't like the owner, and the owner had been publicly fuming. I'm sorry, privately fuming. This is like to confidants, like throughout the year, like we got to get him off third base, like this is hurting the team, or we got to get him off a of short and move him to third. So all this is bubbling under. So every time the Orioles went on a road trip, the first thing they would do is there'd be so much media for Cal that you'd go, Cal would do his own press conference at the beginning of the um, the the road stand at the beginning of the three game series or whatever. So I would do the grunt work and just listen. He's saying the same quotes all the time. Like, nothing's ever really changing, but we got to play defense because what if he says something groundbreaking and it's, we don't have it in the Baltimore Sun? Like, so Buster Olney was the beat writer at the time. Ken Rosenthal's the columnist. They would always send me off. It's so a it's, strong lineup. Yeah. No, those guys are the best. So you, you were They were the my intern? mentors. Yeah, I was, I'm the intern. Wow. They so we're at Yankee Stadium. Is Ken Rosenthal Ken Rosenthal friend? Ken Rosenthal's a friend. Absolutely. I'm not like questioning I it. still talk to Kenny all the time. Okay. Buster, I, I, we don't talk as much. You call him Kenny. That's friend. Yeah. Buster, I don't know that I could still call a friend. Like, he's somebody I'm forever indebted to. I think the world of him. But we just don't talk the way Kenny and I still do. And you know my friend. I have a tight, tight circle. Definition. Tight circle. So we're at Yankee Stadium. Um, Cal does his spiel. I Basically, there was no real news there. I just I didn't quote him. I just kind of, like as a dot, dot, dot note, you know, said, you know, Ripken talked about they weren't they weren't having the season everybody thought they were going to have. And I just sort of paraphrased something he said. And the owner went nuts, like started calling people and going crazy and like started like I don't know if he called the manager, but he didn't like the connotation of it. And so Cal, who was super methodical and everything with Cal was a negotiation, even with experienced journalists, much less me just basically destroyed me <laughs> in the visiting clubhouse of your the face? stadium. Like, was going uh, at what? It so much as Cal Ripken would go off, and it was totally out of context, and it should have been direct quotes, and that wasn't the spirit of what I said. Like, literally, I think How I probably wrote two or three sentences. I was, uh, like, a junior in college. Oh You're a lifelong God. Orioles fan. Well, at the time, I'm not, because yeah. you're covering it, whatever. But, but, right, I mean, but like, I, you... Like, you but, yeah, like, I mean, I remember the first, I remember Cal's first opening day. I was there as a fan with Travis Olive, who was my friend in school. I mean, I remember he hit right. the home run against the Royals. I'm not suggesting you were a series. Oils so fan he, when he you're coming, but like. On me to the point where, like, 
Kenny and people had to like kind of like create separation. <laughs> oh my god! And like the whole media, like the whole New York media is like turning back, looking at me. Was the like, Yankees? I'm the one he's going off. And this is in the visitors' clubhouse at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> And it became this whole thing in the local papers. And then Peter Angelos, like, never talked. Like, then he went on the record. And I got caught, really. You know what I mean? It was like a subplot to this this major, like, Battle of the Titans that had been playing out privately for months. And somehow Peter didn't like what I sort of put in Cal's mouth, which I thought did capture the spirit of what he was saying. But obviously, dude, that's kind of crazy. They so. went off like a junior. like literally, like Kenny had to like be like, dude, that's enough. Like you, you know, he's twenty, you're nineteen years old. Like you made your point, Cal. Like had to kind of like yeah. separate, like diffuse the situation. Now yeah, you like, talk about it was ever remotely physical or anything, right, but it was right. like, I mean, it's like the Yankees are like they're starting to be good again, and like they ended up winning. I think that was I don't know if that was the Jeffrey Meyer year or not, but like there was there had to be a hundred. Journalist in this room, and like Cal Ripken really is lighting you up. And he's lighting me up. Now, have you talked to Cal subsequent to that? Does he remember any of that? He has to. So no, I, you haven't talked to him. Oh, I've talked to him, but I've never brought that up. He's come on my podcast a couple of times. <laughs> oh, you didn't bring him on the podcast. That you were the guy. He has. Wait, to so are you friends with Cal Ripken? Like Cal, we we took a like, I saw him on the sidelines of Super Bowl Fifty. We talked for a while. So you friends? A couple selfies. No, he's not. And you you didn't bring up the fact that he blew up on you. He has to know. It's like awkward. I think you just never talked about. You were so young. He might not know. He might not know it was you. Like he, he remembers the blow up, but he, doesn't know it was he you. He has to. What? But he's like, he's like, man, I remember this one time I chewed <laughs> out this kid in college. And it's so was not me. a cow move. You know what I mean? Right. But, yeah. but the owner started taking shots at him, so then I, now he's coming after me, and that's not what I meant to say. And now, Brenton, do you, do you think Jason was more emotional after that or after the Lamar Jackson thing? <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Prisco and JLC. If anyone has um, video yeah. of this blow up, please email it to the Pick Six podcast. Yeah, I don't think there was video this back was then. Like, yeah. I mean, there was video. This isn't It was like the Zabruder film. No, it was like 96 yeah, yeah. or 96. something. Um, all right, we have to wrap up this podcast because there is video to be done for CBS I was asked about Kyler Murray. I got one word in, and we moved on to better and better stories. With... Is that what happened? Yeah. That's you okay. said no, and then we jumped on well, the camera. I, I think yeah. that's both no, I, I think that the story was much better. The final segment of the podcast was more uh, about Good Kyle news. Murray. We'll be back Saturday. And so we're going to do shows. Oh, yeah. You're recording a podcast on Saturday. Once we get the quarterback interviews tomorrow, Ryan, then we're going to come here. And we will do a podcast. Maybe we'll get some Kyler Murray audio. Uh, but th- that's it for Friday's show. Enjoy Saturday's bonus show. Thank you guys for hopping on. And uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.